Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Building and Scaling Online Courses with Davey Gravy. I'm your host, Davey Gravy, uh, and today we're going to be talking about not wasting the heat and what that means and why um, that's kind of changed the way I have operated in some aspects of my business in 2021. So let's get to it. All right, welcome to episode 28. I've kind of been slacking on putting these together again. The ebbs and flows of uh, focus and productivity. It's like February 17th or something like that now. Let me see. It is February 18th now. Um, I think the last time I did one of these was in January. And I was pretty consistent through December. So anyways, we're back for a little bit more. Um, Something I wanted to share was while I was visiting my brother-in-law and my sister and their family over the Christmas break. So we usually go to their house uh, after Christmas and in between New Year's, like right up until New Year's. Um, Both of them are doctors, so we kind of have to work around their schedule because they're usually much busier than everyone else. Um, So all my brothers and sisters and my parents and all of the, you know, cousins, nieces and nephews, whatever, they go up there. So there's usually over 20 of us at their house. And at this point in their life, they're not like the rich doctors. They're still like poor because when you're a doctor, first off, you take tons and tons of student loans. And then for the first several years, you're a doctor. So for my sister, it was like the first five years, four or five years, she's an OBGYN. And then for my brother-in-law, he's a pediatric surgeon. So he has to do like five years of surgery residency and then another two to three years of specializing in pediatric surgery. And during that time, they don't get paid very much. I mean, as far as doctors go, you know, they have hundreds of thousands in student loans, and then they get paid like, you know, $50,000 a year, $60,000 a year. So it's not a ton in the grand scheme of things, uh, given the amount that they work and their loans. Anyways, this is not a talk about doctors, but um, so we go to their house. It's not like this crazy nice house or anything, but it's, you know, it's a fine house, but we all pack in there and, um, and we, we hang out. And so we were in Memphis, it was chilly, and um, we were building a fire. They have a nice fire pit out in the back. So we go to the backyard, we're building this fire, and something my brother-in-law said really stuck with me. He wasn't talking about business, he wasn't talking about uh, anything like that, uh, but it just, he said something, and it made me think uh, of a comparison and an analogy. Um, he said, don't waste the heat, and I'll tell you when he said that. So we were building the fire uh, fire pit, and it had rained maybe the day before, and some of the wood was outside that we were using, and so it had gotten wet. And uh, I was building the, the fire, and I was trying to take like little twigs and stuff and get those started at the beginning, um, you know, because this is how I normally build a fire if I'm doing it right. I, not to sound like the world's best fire builder, but you know, usually I'll take some kindling or some little sticks or twigs. I'll try to get those lit, get those going, and then I'll add a little bit. Uh, larger pieces of wood to it, get those burning until you have some coals and some hot stuff and some flame, then you can throw bigger logs on. I think that's generally accepted fire building principles. Um, But uh, he, when we were starting the fire, we had some heat going. Maybe I threw like a pizza box in there, something like that, that was definitely going to burn a lot. And, um, And I had some flames coming up and I didn't have much wood over the top of it. I don't know why. I think I was like, I didn't want to squelch it. But there was a big fire pit. You could put stuff over the top without like crushing what was underneath. And um, and as the flames were going, he said, yeah, well, you put a lot more wood or more pieces of the smaller wood, I guess, 
on top of where the flames were. He said, yeah, you don't want to waste the heat. You have this heat going up and, uh, and you don't have wood on top of it to, uh, you know, to catch on fire, right? If you have the heat, you might as well use it to catch other things on fire. And he said, don't waste the heat. And I thought, I don't know why that stuck with me. Um, because at the time we had some content going in our business. Um, you know, we were, we had podcast recordings that we would do video podcasts of, and we'd put out content here and there. And I thought, you know what? I feel like we're not really utilizing all this stuff that we're putting out. Like we create, we've created some courses, some mini courses. We've worked on building lead magnets. We have these podcasts, right? I feel like we have all this fragmented information and I guess you would call them marketing assets, uh, whether it's a great podcast interview or a free PDF guide for something, right? Like we have these things, but I feel like we're not actually maximizing their use. And so I've thought, you know what? I feel like I'm wasting the heat in my business, right? Like I've got this heat. I've got these assets. I've got things that we've worked on and created, right? Either you or your team spends a lot of time writing these guides or creating a course or whatever, you know, doing these podcast interviews. And uh, sometimes they just sit there on your hard drive um, and they don't get utilized. And that's been a huge problem for me in my business is not taking projects all the way across the finish line to where they are benefiting your business. And you either make a conscious choice to kill it off or, um, or you max out the value of it. See, because I would get distracted a lot. So I would work on something for a, year, a couple of days or maybe a week or two, uh, or maybe even if it was months, right? And I'd get it completed. And then I'd get excited about something else and I'd go work on the next thing without, you know, getting all the, squeezing all the juice out of the first thing. And I'd waste the heat. So here's an example. We built a course several years ago for a middle school or maybe it's a high school. It was an online, online school. I think it was a high school. And they wanted to use our um, test prep course, our Part 107 um, drone test preps, like the FAA test that you take. Uh, but it wasn't quite enough content to fill up like a full semester's worth of material for their students. So I said, well, why don't we create like a front end course that would supplement that? And so they like learn about drones on the first half of the course, and then they'll, they'll study for their exam on the second half of the course. Um, and so I spent a lot of time and I paid people that I was with at the time to write curriculum for this course. So they would do research. So I kind of picked the topics and does they did research and then they wrote scripts um, and then I would film the scripts and then I would send them to my video editor and he would edit them. And I probably spent, I don't know, a thousand or two thousand dollars on, um, you know, curriculum writing. And then I spent another several thousand dollars on video editing. I was probably five grand into building this course. And we sold it to this middle school. They had like a small batch of kids go through it. You know, definitely didn't break even on it on that first go around. And then um, we had some issues on integrating like the course because they were an online school. And so they were, their kids were trying to take it on our platform. And then we were trying to send them the grades and all this back and forth. And they're like, yeah, we like the content, but the implementation was a little bit, you know, not great, left something to be desired. And you know, so I didn't push it. I kind of forgot about it. We moved on to other stuff. I never sold them more courses. I had paid five grand for this course. And I thought, well, maybe I'll use it later. And then I just kind of forgot about it and went on using other stuff, right? Tons of heat wasted there, right? 
you could use this course for so many other things. And I forgot about it until like maybe a year or two later, I thought, well, I've got this course. I should like publish it. Like it wasn't even published publicly on my site. I was like, I should split this off into its own course, um, that first section. So I split it off into its own course, finally called it Drones 101. I ran one email promotion on it, made two grand for selling it for 20 bucks, sold it for 20 bucks, 100 people bought it. Boom, two grand. Having it just live on our website as an option for people without even promoting it. I had it for sale for 50 bucks. People will come along and just buy it, like maybe like once a week or more. I won't do anything. They'll just find it and buy it. Um, then we've used it as a sweet like lead magnet. Hey, we normally sell this course for 50 bucks, you know, but if you sign up for this other thing, we'll give it to you for free or whatever, you know. Uh, I've used it in so many different ways. So that's one example of, hey, we've got this product that we created, but we're not even using it and we could be using it, right? Um, so that's just an example of poor execution on my part, right? Like poor strategy, like, hey, here's the plan for this and here's how we're going to utilize this. And it wasn't like I said, okay, cool, we've created this course, we tested it, it's not good, I'm going to consciously make a decision to not work on this anymore and move on to something with higher time value, you know what I mean? Something that's better use of my time. There's really not much any extra time I need to put into this other than just making a plan to using it, uh, making a plan for using it and then use it, right? So that's one example. Another example is we got this podcast, Drone to 1K podcast, um, not this podcast, but obviously a different podcast, um, which got a lot more listeners because I have, a, you know, I've done a lot more work to build an audience in the drone world than I have on this platform, which is fine. This is more of just a, a mind dump for me. But um, so we have a drone podcast called Drone to 1K. Uh, we interview drone business entrepreneurs and talk about how they've been successful and how they got to where they are. So I think we have like 156 five-star reviews or an average of five stars. We got a couple four stars mixed in there, but average 156 reviews, five stars. It's the, you know, it's the only drone podcast that has over a hundred reviews and also has a five-star rating. So it's like, we do pretty well with that podcast. Um, and, you know, I did these interviews, but I wasn't really recording the video. So I thought, you know, I'm gonna start recording video. So now I have these, now I have these video interviews with these successful drone entrepreneurs. Um, and we would just publish them to the regular podcast platforms, right? We, you know, they would get dispersed to Google Podcasts and um, Stitcher and Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. And then we'd shoot out an email to our email list about the podcast episode. And that would kind of be it. And I was like, man, you know what? Like, we've got this video content here with all these successful people sharing great nuggets of wisdom. How can we get more juice out of this, you know, like, we're not fully maximizing the potential of what this could be for people. So, uh, you know, and and this is more work to do. And you have to make a conscious effort to put the effort into this, right? So you have to choose, hey, is this really worth the time it's going to take? But you think, hey, if I'm already spending the time to create this, there are small marginal time inputs I could put in after this to really reap a lot of rewards, right? So if I spend all this time creating this podcast, is it then the best use of my time to go create a completely new asset from scratch? Because that takes a while. But if you've already created the asset, whatever it is, good content, a course, a funnel, whatever it is, you know, like if you've got a funnel instead of, and you run one ad to it, instead of creating a new funnel and putting one more ad on it, why don't you just test out six more video ads for the same funnel? You know what I mean? That's a lot easier than creating a brand new funnel. So you got to think, what are some you know, incremental time, like if I put in one more unit of time, I'm going to get four more units of benefit out of this versus if I try to go from scratch, 
creating something that I might put in one unit of time and get 0.5, you know, units of benefit if you're thinking about it that way. So with the podcast, we had this content. I thought, you know what? We could just go through this and find like some really good like snippets and chunks and post them to Instagram, post them to Facebook, post them to YouTube. Um, Oh, hey, I've got the entire interview already. Why don't I just post this on our YouTube channel, right? Like we don't do anything with our YouTube channel. Why not put something there, right? We already have the content. Why don't I just put it in more places or cut it up a little bit? Now, granted, if you're the only one in your business, maybe this isn't the best use of your time, or maybe you could cut it up and then use it for a video ad, right? Or use it to run it on Facebook to build an audience. You can run stuff on Facebook pretty cheap to get views, and then you build an audience, and then, hey, now you retarget to that audience. Everybody that watched longer than one minute of this video I know is interested in drone business. So now if I want to pitch something on drone business, now I've got a nice audience built by running that ad um, just to that video, right? Which I couldn't have otherwise if I didn't, you know, not waste the heat. So, uh, but I have people on my team, so I could just say, hey, listen, one thing I want you to do is I want you to help me make a system for this. So I also have a video editor in the Philippines, which helps. Again, I know if you don't have these people, this will be harder to do. But the principle remains the same of, you know, think about, hey, what extra things could I do with what I have that will maximize the value as opposed to starting from scratch on a new project? Okay, that's just kind of what I'm trying to communicate here. Um, so uh, so we have this, um, you know, content. And now when we go do a video podcast, we post the entire podcast on uh, YouTube. We post the entire thing on LinkedIn because we have a LinkedIn, you know, some of our stuff is good for like business to business. So we, we put it on LinkedIn. Why not? Um, we put, uh, we cut each podcast up into a couple snippets and we take those snippets. We run them through a software called Veed, V-E-E-D dot I-O. It helps you, you know, put like a headline and some captions on a video with a little progress bar so that they're a little bit more digestible on social media and they'll post those to Instagram um, so that people have a constant trickle of the information that we're wanting to get out there and they're constantly reminded of what we're about the kind of information we teach all that stuff and then I've been thinking recently how else can we use that right so when we're not actively releasing podcast episodes because for that we do one season at a time so hey once we're done releasing season three and we've got a little lull in there right how can we actively be giving people on our email list and people that follow us um, helpful content rather than just going dark for a while? Hey, you know what? We've got all these podcast snippets and we send emails about, hey, the podcast is live, but then you have to count on the people to actually go and listen to the podcast, which not everyone does. And that's fine. But I thought, hey, now that we've got these little snippets, I have people on my team that have written up captions to go along and like little write-ups to go along with each snippet as far as like, hey, here are the lessons learned. Cool. Now once the podcast season is over, Every Tuesday, which is normally when we send out podcast uh, you know, announcements, hey, new podcast is up, we can have Drone Business Tip Tuesday. And we can say, hey, here's a you know 90-second snippet from one of our podcast interviews with this guy. Here's a tip he shared. Here's why it's important. We can put that in an email. We can put that little snippet on YouTube or some other easy place for them to find it um, and say, hey, here's a little business tip. You know, Hope that helps you jog some things in your memory or encourages you to go out there and you know fly your drone and make some money or whatever, right? Something helpful. And then in the email signature, I could say, hey, if you're interested in working with us more, here's how to do that, right? But it's more of a by the way type of sale. We're not pushing the sale, we're just pushing the content. Um, And I already have that content. 
So instead of trying to think of re- re- constantly reinventing the wheel in your business, think about what assets do you already have, whether they be content, courses, whatever, how do you maximize the value of that? How do you squeeze all the juice out of what the work you've already done? Um, so that's something I'm trying to remember in my business. Um, and, you know, because you can't get your time back. So you want to maximize the time you're spending. And if you're going to spend the time to create um, these assets, of course, an ebook, a webinar, a, you know, lead magnet, whatever, make sure you're max either squeezing all the juice out of that or consciously deciding, hey, this was the wrong direction. I'm going to kill this off. Even though I've put a lot of time into this, um, I don't think this is the right direction anymore, or I don't think this is good. I'm going to make a choice to kill this off and then focus on something else. So there's a difference between just getting distracted and losing focus and moving on to something else and making a choice to pivot from something, if that makes sense. So I hope that's helpful for you. Um, That's been helpful for me to think about. Don't waste the heat, right? We got all this heat we've created. How can we put more wood on top of it and, uh, and build the biggest fire possible? So go out there, stay focused, avoid distractions, and uh, don't waste the heat. See you later.